G'day, it's Phil Edwards, Vision CEO here, with a quick invitation to become part of this amazing beacon of hope called Vision. Together we can put our love into action to help people of all kinds build or rebuild their lives on the truth of God. Please consider the part you can play during our upcoming Visionathon appeal, remembering that it's your support that makes Vision possible, including this podcast. Audio on demand from Vision Christian Media. Freedom is a funny concept. Down through the ages, it's taken on different meanings. Back when Jesus was walking this earth, you mentioned freedom and people thought about slaves being set free. So what does freedom mean today? What's it all about? Can you and I really be free? Hi, I'm Bernie Diamond and welcome to the program today as we continue with the next message in this series called Reaping the Harvest of Righteousness. Now, I want to share something with you today. Yours truly, I have to tell you, I'm not stupid. I I may be short and slightly dumpy. I may have more grey hair than that of the original colour. It may be that I can't draw a picture for nuts. There are lots of things I can't do and lots of things I'm not great at and lots of things that I just ain't. But God has blessed me with a pretty nimble mind. So I'm not stupid. Now, the point of me telling you this isn't to boast. The point is that even though I'm a bit of a bright spark, I spent the first 36 years of my life in slavery. And here's the thing. I didn't even realise. That's the point. We can be smart as smart can be. We can be as clever as clever can be on the one hand, but completely miss the whole point of life on the other. Do you get it? I mean, I kind of realised something wasn't quite right. I kind of realised I didn't have the joy and the contentment in life that I was looking for in everything that I tried. But I simply had no idea that the reason for that was because I was a slave, a slave to self, a slave to sin. Now, this idea of slavery may seem a little odd, a little harsh. It, it may seem that I'm somewhat overstating the case when I say that I was a slave to sin. After all, slavery is a brutal thing. Let's just stop and think for a moment about what it means to be a slave. A slave is someone who has no rights. His or her master can abuse them. They, they have to do what their master tells them. They have no freedoms. They can't come and go as they please. And if we look at slavery down through the ages... Slaves are the most oppressed of all people. Somehow innately we know that men and women and children were born to be free. It doesn't mean we can do anything we like. Obviously we need laws, but good laws, not oppressive laws. So the human spirit is meant to be free, albeit in the right and proper constraints of society. So when someone becomes a slave... It's just wrong. Interesting that the Bible, which was written over a period of a couple of thousand years, the last books being completed late in the first century AD, doesn't take slavery on as an issue. Neither does it endorse slavery. It just kind of accepts it as a reality of life back then. Now, I have some ideas as to why that is, but that's for another time. Now, God's word does link sin with the concept of slavery over and over again in the New Testament especially. Let's have a listen to what Jesus had to say on this. I'm reading from John chapter 8, beginning at verse 28. So Jesus said, look, when you have lifted up the Son of Man, then you will realize that I am he and that I do nothing on my own, but I speak these things as the Father has instructed me. And the one who sent me is with me. He has not left me alone, for I always do what is pleasing to him. 
As he was saying these things, many believed in him. Then Jesus said to the Jews who had believed in him, If you continue in my word, you are truly my disciples, and you will know the truth, and the truth will make you free. Now they answered, We're descendants of Abraham. We've never been slaves to anyone. What do you mean by saying, You'll be made free? Jesus answered them, Very truly I tell you, everyone who commits sin is a slave to sin. The slave does not have a permanent place in the household. The son has a place forever. So, if the son makes you free, then you'll be free indeed. Now, this is a really interesting exchange, and I can really, really put myself in the shoes of the people who took umbrage with Jesus about this whole slavery thing. Jesus is explaining that in order for people to be saved and have a relationship with God, they had to believe in him. It's radical. All the other messiahs out there, and there were lots of people claiming to be the promised messiah around Jesus' time, they all pointed at this or that or someone else, but Jesus pointed to himself. By saying, believe in me, he was directly claiming to be God in the flesh. Outrageously radical, which is one of the reasons the religious leaders had him crucified. But it says here, verse 30, that many believed. But then the bit that people took umbrage with. Then Jesus said to the Jews who had believed in him, Listen, if you continue in my word, you are truly my disciples, and you will know the truth, and the truth will make you free. Now, when someone talks to you and me about freedom, the first thing that we think about probably isn't slavery, because most of us aren't slaves. Although I have no doubt of the millions of people listening to this message around the globe today, some, in fact, will be slaves. But most of us aren't. And so if someone comes and talks to us about freedom, slavery isn't the first thing that jumps to mind. But it was back in the first century. The words about being made free intentionally point to freedom from slavery. And that, that's how they were taken too. And this is where the Jews who believed in him had a problem. They said, look, hang on a minute. Look, we're descendants of Abraham and, and we've never been slaves. Like, we're legitimate Jews. There might be slaves in other people's households, but we're not slaves. What do you mean by saying to us that we'll be made free? See, they, they kind of found this offensive. They saw themselves as being free. And this is where Jesus hits them right between the eyes. He answered, truly I tell you, Everyone who commits sin is a slave to sin. The slave doesn't have a permanent place in the household, but the son has a place there forever. So if the son sets you free, that's him. If Jesus sets you free, you'll be free indeed. See, friend, sin is slavery. It's a yoke of oppression. It robs us of freedom and of life. You don't have to think too much about it. You think whatever sin you want, anger, backbiting, grumbling... It ruins things. It robs us of life. When we're wrapped up in our own selfish desires and our own selves, when we're trying to get the world to bow down to us rather than us love and serve those around us, we lose life. It, it, it loses its meaning. It becomes ugly and horrible. And Jesus came to set the captives free. That's why this righteousness thing is so important. Righteousness is the opposite of sin. And as we saw yesterday on the program, righteousness is not just an attribute of God, it's something that God is prepared to give us as a free gift when we believe in Jesus, his son. We, in fact, become the righteousness of God. Now, we're going to live life either in sin or in righteousness. We are. 
It's one or the other. And once we have a right standing with God, once once we become righteous before God because we put our faith in Jesus paying for our sin and us being forgiven, we're now meant to live out this righteousness. It's like a criminal who served his time in prison and he's released. He either continues his criminal ways, which many do, and they end up behind bars again, which has always struck me as sheer lunacy, but it shows you the power that sin has over people's lives. Or, following his release, he mends his ways and lives out his newfound freedom, his new life. He's not in prison anymore. He can live out his new life. The new man is set free. Well, you and I have been set free through faith in Jesus. And the question is, are we going to live out that freedom? Are we going to live out that righteousness? Or are we going to return to our old ways and live in sin? The question is, how are we going to live as free people or as slaves? Hey, social media is a great way to stay connected to your friends and the world around you. And we'd like to invite you to be part of the Christianity Works community. The Christianity Works community is full of daily thoughts and devotions and inspirations, so no matter what kind of day you're having, you can be encouraged. If you're on Facebook, search for the Christianity Works page and like us. When you do, you'll see some encouragement from your friends and community at Christianity Works, including free booklet downloads from time to time. But more than that, it's a library of thoughts and verses that you can share with your friends and family. So we'll be sharing God's Word together. It's a great way to share the good news of Jesus amongst all the chaos. Amen. So like Christianity Works on Facebook, be encouraged and blessed and share some of that with your friends as well. I pray that your heart will be touched and transformed as you draw ever closer to Jesus through his word. I'm Bernie Diamond and I'll catch you again same time tomorrow with a different perspective. taking time to listen to this audio on demand from Vision Christian Media. To find out more about us, go to vision.org.au.